Hey everyone, I want to welcome you all here to the podcast and uh, before we get started, I want to send a little disclaimer that uh, what I'm about to share is just my personal experience. By no means am I trying to convert anybody or anything along those lines. This is simply just my personal experience through my own dealings with mental health and how uh, finding a place in Christianity has helped me to better my own mental health and to find coping methods to um, battle stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as even some uh, suicidal thoughts that popped in once or twice in my head uh, during some deep depression moments of my life. So uh, I guess to begin, um, I I wouldn't say that I struggled with mental health um, a lot. Until I started college. Now, I, there's a, like little splashes here and there in high school of like, you worry about what school you're going to get into or if you're going to get into the schools you applied for. There, those little stresses come, come up, but there's nothing like the stresses you get when you get to college and you experience life for the first time. And that's really what I got hit with when I... Um, came into my freshman year, uh, in college. Um, of course it was a brand new city. I I was not staying, uh, in my hometown city. And, uh, I mean, it was a lot of excitement, but of course being that it's like the beginning of your life, there is a lot of uncertainties and a lot of, you know, general stress that goes along with it. But, um, I would say my freshman year of college, there was no, nothing went wrong that year. I mean, it was pretty simple. I lived in the dorms, had a good roommate, a uh, good community. And uh, I guess it was really the first year I was able to like, you know, spread my wings a little bit and to diversify and find new people and whatnot. And I mean, it was overall, it was a good year. No, no Nothing more than the occasional homesickness is what got me uh, my freshman year of college. But I would say the majority, or not majority, I'm sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. I would say the beginnings of my battles with mental health would would come up uh, during my sophomore year, actually. And uh, the beginning of my sophomore year actually started by being pretty exciting as well because uh I was going to be living in an apartment you know the first time ever that it was up to me to provide for myself living in the dorms we had a meal plan and you know we didn't have to play we didn't have to pay a monthly rent or anything like that it was all paid for within you know the tuition or whatnot the cost of living but uh this time you know it was different there was no meal plan there was no set payment I had to pay every month um but I was excited you know it was a it was a step a step up I would say into adulthood or to living life and start off good but uh I will say the the costs the money was a big stress and of course being a college student you're already going through a good amount of stress uh, going through your classes and you know trying to figure out if you're doing the right thing which I actually started off with uh, computer science and I switched to kinesiology but while I was doing computer science I was lost and I, I, I had to switch majors but 
um, so that was another stress there. But the, the the real stress came with money. Um, I really stressed about that, and and I had no really, I really had no real way of uh, coping with with stress. So I kind of just like bottled everything up, and and we'll get to that later too about how that obviously is not a good idea. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm I'm getting a lot of off topic a lot. I'm sorry, but um sophomore year yeah so money money was big uh money was was it was tough to to get to uh you know pay rent and stuff like that but the real the real bad thing that happened during that sophomore year was was we had a fire we had a fire uh one of my roommates was washing his clothes and you know, all of a sudden I smelled smoke and I opened my door to check and right when I opened my door, I saw a huge fireball coming out of the dryer. My roommate was just staring back at me with the most like shocked expression ever. And I mean, we just like stared at each other like deers in headlights for like a good five seconds without saying anything. And then all of a sudden like panic kicked in and, you know, he was able to eventually uh, take down the flames with a, a fire extinguisher. But, um, you know, the damage had been done. The smoke had gone through the apartment. The sprinklers had gone off. Uh, the fire department went in, checked everything, opened the windows, made sure it was safe to go back in. And once it was, you know, I went in, uh, went to my room. Everything was completely drenched. And, I mean, the smell was disgusting. You had that smoky, but sla- like smoky slash moldy smell because of the water. And it was it was not pleasant at all, and you know some of my stuff was was ruined, and um, that's when it hit me like this stuff is gone, you know. Uh, and then the other thing that hit me too is that the apartment manager came in and said, "You guys are gonna have to find somewhere to stay." And I mean, I, I I'm 19 years old at this point. Uh, and I, I, I'm just like, wow, like this was supposed to be a good year. It was supposed to be the year that I'm staying alone in an apartment or not alone, but with roommates, but like I'm living in an apartment, like it's a big step and it was supposed to be a good year. And then this happens and it's just before rent comes and I'm already, I'm already short on money to pay the next month's rent. And now I'm going to have to get a hotel. Now I did have renter's insurance at the time, but I mean, that takes, that takes a while for the claim to go through and to to know, you know, get the, the, the reimbursement back, but I was just, it hit me all at once. Um, but I mean, I had to do it right. So I, uh, called my parents. I mean, I mean, the first thing I would think any, any like child would do is to call their parents or someone they know that can give them advice. And so I called my, I called my dad and then eventually talked to my mom and eventually both of them at the same time. And uh, we discussed how uh, I I had to call the insurance company and and all this, and so I called the insurance company. That was stressful in itself. I mean, but I mean, not horrible, but it's still. I mean, it's not fun. It's not an enjoyable experience to to go through all this, to file a claim, and to you know deal with the loss of your your valuables. I mean. And then to have to go and pay 
for each night at a hotel for and I stayed at a hotel for, for four days I believe it was four days and um yeah after I I got everything situated there I headed to the hotel I was gonna stay at <clears throat> and I called my parents again and 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 they were they were talking to me and everything hit me at once and I just remember I started I started crying I started to uh to I wouldn't say lash out at them but I started to be very non-cooperative I was I was crying but I was angry you know I was questioning like why like well why did it have to happen why am I here why why does this have to happen when I'm really short on money and I'm probably not gonna have enough money to pay you know the rent for next month but luckily my parents were able to help me with that and I got through that uh whole event pretty pretty poorly I would say because even though you know I eventually did go back to the apartment and stuff that whole year money was still a big problem and that setback really set me back with school as well um and it showed in my grades you know my grades reflected that I wasn't really motivated and wasn't really trying and it was all because I was just so stressed about about money and and eventually I was so stressed about finding a job and then once I did get a job I was stressed about working and then coming home to do schoolwork and go to classes and it was yeah it, it was it was tough and that's the that's the year that I really got hit with the I guess the most um mental challenges that I had ever been faced in my life and I would say for the first time ever all that kind of piled up because like I said I I I did not have an outlet I I really was it I I was the type of person to say I can do this by myself I can figure this out by myself I can get through this by myself or I can just put it aside and you know try to lock up all these stresses and stuff in like a in a vault in my mind or something but I mean that's not the case and you know, eventually, I think to a good amount of it built up to the point where, I mean, for the first time in my life, I would say I was depressed. And, uh, yeah, I was depressed. And like I said, it, it, it affected a lot. It affected my schoolwork. It affected my, my relationships with friends, with family. I would call my family way less. I would talk, talk and text my friends less. I would make up excuses to not go and hang out with anybody. I would just want to stay in my room and just, just do nothing. I mean, I had schoolwork to do and all that, but I would just sit there and do nothing. And, uh, I mean, I eventually got through the semester. I got through it, and um, I would say at the end I was still a little bit bummed. You know, I, I, I mean, it just adds on because I was already depressed and stressed about money and, and whatnot, and and then the the fact that I knew in my own heart that I was not doing good in school or as good as I could be doing, it added to that. And I guess I was like a little bit relieved after the year ended, just because I had a break in a way. But uh, that break was short lived because. A little something called COVID-19 
came along the way and that is what really got me um you know at first i i, I was thinking like okay so we're gonna have a little bit of extra time off you know like we're gonna have a little i mean a two-week extension to spring break or whatever but um now obviously that wasn't the case i mean we're still kind of in it right now the whole quote-unquote quarantine thing is i guess still happening i mean it's really confusing honestly but at that point it was really happening you know it was strict quarantine and stuff like that but like i said at the beginning i was i was i was excited i was happy for it. i was like this is cool like i don't have to go to class not not all of my classes are like synchronous so some of them i don't even need to wake up for them i don't need to wake up early i can just chill but I found out pretty quickly that wasn't the case because I got swarmed with work. And there you go. The stress built up. And then the whole um, pressure with COVID as well, you know, it was scary at first. It was really, really scary in the beginning. Like No one knew what was going on. So that, that added to me. And I'm a, I was a very worrisome person. You know, the smallest worry, I would blow it up times a billion and... I did that with COVID. I seriously, at some points, did think that was the end of the world. Um, I mean, things just look crazy. I mean, things were missing from grocery stores, and you saw people, you know, ransacking places. And it, I mean, I just, I was scared. I was scared. But, uh, you know, going through school, going through the fear of COVID, and then going through that, um, you know, not being able to go anywhere, that social isolation. You know, you're just in the same place. You wake up in your room, you stay in your room the whole day, and you go to bed again. I mean, it's it's sad. It gets it gets it gets sad, and and it did end up getting that way. I I would say that even though I did struggle with like depression during my sophomore year after the whole fire incident and the money stuff and all that, like I would say depression did hit then. But it was at a very small rate, I would say, if that makes any sense. But once COVID hit and all that stress from school, from COVID, the fears, the the feeling of being stagnant and just being stuck in place, it all just added up. And, and that is when I really fell into like a depression and with that depression i um i really i really messed up i i uh i i stopped really caring you know for school or for some classes i i stopped caring and I just could not motivate myself to keep to keep pushing and I would stay like that for a while. The whole the whole semester it was just a drag to me and it was horrible. I uh would sleep 
so much. I would eat so much. I was bottling up emotions to the point where I would lash out. Like I would I would either seclude myself from everyone entirely, like from my family that was in the house, I would close my door, I wouldn't come out. I would wake up for for school, I would go to to class and I wouldn't even pay attention to be honest. I was just there. And I was just waiting for it to get over with so I could get back into bed because I was just not motivated anymore. I was just feeling so empty, so stagnant. The the world, life just felt like it was on pause. And like I said, I either just secluded myself or I was on a very thin wire, like on a short fuse. Like if somebody said something that, I don't know, for some reason got on my nerves, I just, I let them have it. And I look back on it now, and it's it's horrible that I would do that, that I would hold my my feelings in and my stresses and anxieties, and I would just not talk to anybody or do anything about it properly. I would just try to bury it deep until eventually it just overflowed and eventually ended up coming out. And um, the best thing that could have ever happened to me did happen eventually uh around christmas time actually and it was one of my good friends um her name is kiara and she reached out to me and she i mean i hadn't talked to her in forever i'll just throw that out there and so it was the it was a really random text to me and it was just simply like hey josh um do you want to do you want to join or no sorry do you want to come to a church service with my church like it was just an invitation to go to church and i was just like confused at first because i had not talked with with her in a while so it was it threw me off but something in me just like clicked and said you know what that would be pretty nice like that would actually be pretty nice. So, I I mean, obviously, due to COVID and her being in Austin and me being down back home in El Paso. Um, I mean, obviously, that, you know, I, I couldn't say yes exact at that exact moment. But I told her, I was like, okay, look, Kiara, I'm planning on going back to Austin by the new year, which would be 2021. I'm planning on going back by the new year, so once I get back, I will shoot you a text, and you invite me again. And so that happened. I came to I came to Austin, I moved in, and I shot her a text. I said, hey, I'm here. I am open for that invitation, if it's still available. And sure enough, it was. I got to meet, uh, I got to meet the church group through Zoom, and that first day that I that I met everybody and that there was a little, you know, a little service, uh, everything just clicked and it felt like it was meant to be. I felt comfortable. I felt welcomed. And there was just an overall sense of like peace is how I could describe it. I just felt at peace for the first time that I had felt in months. And I mean, everybody was so like caring like i don't know if they sensed it or if they like saw my mannerisms or maybe how i came off or something like that but like 
they reached out to me and it was awesome. And I ended up making some good friends out of that. I mean, I, uh, <clears throat> and through that, I mean, I, I started to uh, go to Bible studies with, with, uh, two good friends, another guy named Josh, uh, Joshua vet and another friend of mine named Ryan Garcia. And we started doing some Bible studies and man, those, that first Bible study, we talked about, um, a little bit about our background and, in, 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 uh, you know, religion. And, um, I won't get into theirs because I mean, it's their life. But for me, as far as, uh, being a Christian or being religious, I grew up in a household that, you know, quote unquote, believed in God or went to church, but I wasn't, I've never been until now, of course, but I never considered myself like a hardcore Christian. Like I would say, oh yeah, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, all this and that. Oh yeah, I celebrate Christmas, Easter, all that, you know, but like, I don't think I was actually a Christian. So that's what we talked about that first day. But even through that, that talk and going through like verses and stuff, talking to each other about our own battles with mental health, they had their own. And I was so relieved to hear them, you know, just be so, vulnerable with me and it helped me be vulnerable with them it helped me to talk to them and tell them what was going on and it was cool to hear that they were going through the same things at times you know covid was was tough on them as well and they couldn't see a lot of their friends family you name it some uh they're both in relationships so they couldn't see their girlfriends either and i can see how that's tough and um you know going on more with more with <clears throat> with more Bible studies and getting closer with the church group and eventually, you know, developing a pattern of being able to pray and to use the Bible as, as like an outlet to, to lay off, to lay out my, my stresses, my anxieties, my depression, you know, to just release it through prayer and to just really talk to, to God as a, I guess like a therapist, you know? And, I've got to say that it has made me feel incredible. Uh, the, I have not. I mean, of course, you still feel stressed. I'm still in college, um, and and there are you know challenges and stuff. I've had, I have had a setback uh, where I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like the weight of the world is on me. I do, and and I, I did have one setback where I did get a little bit depressed. I did get I did get slightly depressed. But this other, I mean, sorry, let me go back. I did get a little bit depressed, but instead of balling it up, I now just tried to use what I had learned. You know, I read the Bible while I was depressed and I, and I started praying and, and I came out of it. It did help me to get out of it. And of course, I can't really speak too much about it besides my very, very, very first initial experiences because I am very fresh into this still. I would say I am, let's see, uh, I would say I am four months into this, hardcore into this. And I got to say these four months have been life-changing though. I have noticed a complete 180 degree turn uh, in how I feel day to day. You know, I wake up for the most part feeling good, feeling motivated, feeling happy, feeling you know, like life is moving, actually. I don't feel stuck in place anymore. 
And, um, you know, I'm just so grateful for, for God, you know, I do believe that things happen for a reason. And I, and I do believe that, you know, I got that quote unquote random text for a purpose, for a purpose greater than we understand. And through that text, that one simple text and that one weird instinctive feeling in my body that said, you know what? Yeah. Say yes to this invitation. It's led me here to a good mind, to a good, clean, healthy, clear mind. Or yeah, I still, you know, battle with, with anxiety, with stress, with some depression here and there, but it is nowhere near to what I was experiencing a year or two ago. I feel free. I feel, I feel lighter. You know, I, I feel like weight has been lifted off my shoulders in a way. And that's a, a cheesy thing. I know everybody says that, or that's a very famous saying, but it's so true. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of my experience. Uh, you know, I, a, a few studies had been done uh, during the the pandemic because the pandemic was a was a, a cesspool for for mental uh, mental health because I know I was not the only one, and I am not because they're still going on. It's still going on. I know it is. So much, um, so many people are struggling with mental health. And, you know, I found my outlet. And like I said in the beginning, this is totally not a way that I'm trying to convert anybody or to, you know, force somebody, hey, like, here's a Bible, read it, grab it, you know, like, pray with me. I'm not trying to force anybody to do that. I'm just trying to simply just share my experience, um, how I'm beginning, I guess, because I, like I said, I'm still freshly new, so... I'm beginning to develop a nice system of prayer and Bible Bible study to to help with my mental health. And I do believe everything in the Bible. I do. And I do believe, you know, the whole Jesus and all that. But I just want to talk right now about the mental health. And that's what I've done. So I want to end here and close um, by just saying one thing that I really wish I had paid attention to more, you know, when I was going through, uh, my trials and tribulations with, uh, stress, anxiety, depression, is that we are truly, truly not alone. There are people who you can reach out to, um, we're not alone. You know, sometimes we, we feel like we don't want to burden people with our own weight but there's plenty of people in this world who are willing to to stop and to talk to you you know to listen to you to help you i wish i had known that before you know and i'm glad i do know that now because it certainly does help and it certainly is true nobody in this world is alone nobody has to go through anything alone in this world no matter how Lonely you truly feel. Um, but yeah. So I thank you all again for listening to this. 
look forward to more episodes coming up. We'll look into a little bit more of, I guess, the college life later on. Because that's really a really big I mean, part of my life right now. But yeah. So thank you all for listening again. Remember, you're not alone. Stay strong. Bye.